Hi everyone, I'm Jill from jamjarjill.com and I'm carrying on my series of doing 10 questions both as a vlog and a blog post and also um, turning these into podcast episodes as well. So you'll be able to access it on whatever platform you prefer out of those to carry on the conversation with fellow ecopreneurs and people who care about the environment, people who care about well-being and natural health, holistic health and just all the things which I'm trying to represent with my brand. I just love it as a space um, to talk to interesting people, to learn about their businesses, to learn about their ethics. Um, so my next one I've actually already featured on her Instagram live um, but I thought I'd flip it round and ask the questions back to her and feature her on um, my podcast. So this is Law and um, she's from a company or rather she started a company called Unite to Shine. So her statement on her website is that she founded the company to help individuals uncover their true calling and launch profitable products online which have a positive impact on the world. So she does that currently through webinars and she's getting into the coaching space as well. But I just thought this would be a great opportunity. She's developing courses. She's just all over the place in, in the best way possible. She's doing so many Instagram lives. I will drop all her links below this video for you to check out. And, um, sorry, sip of tea. But please do check her out and check out all her content on Instagram because she really does, every interview she does is so interesting to listen to. She talks to people from all different industries about health and well-being in business and really really tangible business advice entrepreneurial advice um but with real heart behind it um so she's quite an inspiration to me and i'm very glad to have met her through the eco community on instagram and very happy to have her on my show and introduce her properly to my tribe so i really hope you enjoyed this interview it's my second one, which I am featuring on all three platforms. I really hope you enjoy it. Please give me your feedback on what you think to this. And please do drop me a line, Jill at, Jill with a G, sorry, importantly, at jamjarjill.com if you want to collaborate and if you want to be a guest on my show. I look forward to hearing from you, I look forward to hearing your feedback, and I hope you enjoy this episode. I'll speak to you later. Bye. Hello. You're on Jam Jar Jill's 10 Questions, and I've got my friend and my connection, who I have met through Instagram, um, Law, come on this time to um, do 10 questions with me so we can find out a bit more about her brand and also about the face behind the brand. Um, so thank you very much for being here today, Law. Um, it's lovely to have you. So um, should we get 
straight on with the questions if you're happy. Yes. Yes, okay. So can you start by um tell me a bit about yourself, what's your background, how you ended up coming from France because you're French, um, and ended up living in the UK. Yeah, sure. Um, so my background, so I have a business and marketing background. So I've done all of my studies in France. Um, and then when I finished my studies, I decided to move to London um, because in business marketing, uh, in, even in France, I mean, nowadays everyone to speak English. So the idea was for me to spend six months here, improve my English and come back to France. Um, the reality is I've been here for now 11 years. It was um, the 11 years anniversary in April. So yeah, this, this is what happened. So um, when I moved here, I kind of struggled to find my first job. But then after when I find my first job in marketing, then I moved to a job, to another job, then like my husband. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm here and uh, I just love it. I love London. I love um, everything about UK, the countryside, the food. Uh, my French family and friend always wonder why, but I think the food is fabulous. Yeah, I was going to say, I envy French food. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not really a big fan anymore of French food because... Um, so 10 years ago, I changed my diet. So essentially, I'm on a plant-based diet, um, many mm. raw diet. And when they go to France, um, they don't really have any um, decent, I would say, meal without meat or fish or eggs. And that's interesting. Yeah, so I'm quite, uh, quite struggling when I go back to France, uh, when I go to a restaurant or eat, you know, with friends or family. So. Yeah. Salads and well, do you eat do you eat dairy or do you not eat dairy? Um, not really. Um, mm. I would say I still enjoy butter. So yeah. sometimes what I love with my soup is to have uh, a piece of bread with some butter. So this I was is... going to say I'd, I'd question your Frenchness, Laura, if if you didn't like butter. To be fair, it seems like to be salty butter. It has to be yes. salty butter. Mm -hmm. If it's not salty, it no, I don't enjoy it. And what I still, um, I mean, I'm, I'm not strict like some people. So um, if someone offers me a cake, I will eat the cake, even if if it's with eggs or butter or whatever it is, if it's mm -hmm. vegan. But if I have the opportunity, the option, you know, to go to a vegan option, I will always go to the vegan option. And uh, yeah, in terms of dairy, um, I we don't buy any uh, cow milk. It's only plant-based milk. Um, yeah, I guess I'm, I don't know, like 97% uh, on plant-based diet, I guess. Can I ask why you decided to do that? Yes, sure. I've been thinking doing this for many years when I was in France and it all started because I start seeing a lot of people around me um, getting sick, having cancer. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm young. I don't want, you know, in my 30s or 40s, I mean, to be ill. Um, and for me, one of the main reasons, of course, there is different reasons, but the thing is, maybe I'm totally wrong. I mean, I'm not an expert, but I still um, been looking online, online, and um, reading a lot of you know, articles and stuff like that. But what we all do, the main thing we all do is we all eat. Some people mm. will drink, smoke. Some people will live in big cities. You know, 
with all of that. But the main thing we all do is we eat. And when you see all of these people getting sick, some people, they live in cities, some people, they drink, some people don't drink, some people smoke, don't smoke, but it doesn't stop them to be sick. Um, mm. This is for me how it all started. So at the beginning, it was mainly uh, just buying organic. It's mm-hmm. Like that being organic so it was organic meat organic fish everything organic and then um but i was still thinking to um stop all of this um animal product consumption um but it's, it took me some time because we really didn't know how to how to make a meal without a piece of meat or a piece of fish um yeah. and this is once at an event um, that, um, you know, I had the choice to go vegetarian or, you know, carry on the way I was eating. And I went vegetarian and since then I carry on this way. And I just learned along the way, you know, how to make a decent um, a meal. And at the beginning it was um, quite repetitive. It was vegetable, mm. rice and pasta. But along the way, you know, I've done my research and I'm a foodie person. I love food so much. Oh, I have to be so interesting, much. colorful, tasty. Um, so if it wasn't, I wouldn't be, um, I wouldn't, I would have come back, you know, to my own diet. But I, yeah. I think um, this diet offers even more opportunities. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I too am a fellow foodie. I don't know if we've really talked about that in the past, but um, I've um, I decided lots of years ago when I first saw the TED Talk on Meatless Mondays um, to do that, and I've kind of kept that up. I gave it up for a little while whilst I was heavily pregnant and in survival stage when the kids were first born, um, but. Um, I've sort of taken it back up since. And um, for me, what I found so interesting is it taught me so much more about the flavors of food as well and how to use spices and stuff like that. And so actually now, um, whereas at this point in time, I like eating meat, I always try and buy the best meat I can, organic, free range, etc. cetera. Um, but and to use it all without any waste and everything like that. But um, but I love how I've learned so much about flavor through doing one day of meatless. So that's really interesting. Um, just one point I wanted to touch on, like how did you meet your husband and is he French too? <laughs> this is quite funny. Uh, no, he's, he's British. Uh, so we are living in London, but he's from Durham next to Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Um, even living in London for, I mean, when I met him, it was maybe already 10 years. He was living in London. And essentially, uh, we met because we were flatmates. <laughs> and uh, oh, nice. started, yeah. That's cool. Okay, right, let's go on. So what is Unite to Shine? Am I saying that right? And how did you decide to set it up? Yeah, sure. Um, so Unite to Shine, um, I decided to set it up because essentially it's... Um, a service that I wish I had when I was in my uh, corporate job and struggling and feeling really unhappy about what I was doing. Just, I was really looking to do something else, but I didn't know where to start. I didn't know what to do. So this is how I all started because it took me sometimes, you know, to go through this journey after leaving my corporate job to, you know, test different things. And essentially, this is a product of that. So you need to shine essentially help individual like kind of my old me 
stuck in a corporate job or potentially now because of the crisis lost their job. Based on his own idea is we need to help uh, this individual to start their own conscious business. In that, because some people, they want to do something, they want to have a big impact that currently they might have, maybe because they currently adopted a sustainable life, but they think they can do um, much better than that in terms of the impact. Um, so it's helping them to kind of identify, you know, the business idea or the business model, um, helping them with kind of the purpose and the vision with uh, where they want to take their brand or company. And um, so this is essentially what is all about with the course that uh, we are offering. And after, when someone finish uh, this course after they have the possibility to join the membership. So in the membership, essentially, they get support from me, but also they get support from experts um, from different uh, spectrums. So I can be marketing expert, business expert, um, well-being expert. Um, so essentially, it's to help them to grow a business, but a sustainable business. We want them to run their business and not the business running them because if they make the decision yeah. also to leave their corporate job is to, in a way, to find some freedom and joy in what they're doing as a job. Yeah, that's great. I think that's, you know, it's so relevant. I mean, I'm about to launch as a freelance VA myself and um, so a lot of your material really really resonates with me obviously your Instagram lives are just so inspirational so thank you very much for the content you're putting out there it's really great um, my next question is let me just give a little bit of background to the audience so there's a book which I was recommended by another blogging friend of mine called the multi-hyphenate method um and um I will link it all down below but it was a bit of a life-changing book for me when I read it um and it basically just talks about how um in the traditional career sense like when you worked in one job or you had a career for life and stuff like that then you would define yourself as that just one thing like whether that be a teacher or a fireman or an accountant what have you the way this book discusses the modern life is that everyone has multiple, multiple hats. And the more that we talk about this, the more um, that we can understand who we are as humans and get more of that human sense. I just thought it was quite a nice question to ask you. Do you consider yourself a multi-hyphenate? And if so, what are your various hats? <laughs> right. <laughs> um... I guess I would say yes, and I guess the way you just describe it, um, I guess everyone will answer yes as well, um, because uh, we have different art, and even more when we are running a business, you must have different art. Um, but just beside just running a business, I think what I'm good at and also what I am enjoy doing is, um, I guess it's really related to... Um, the different topic I cover in my Instagram live. So it's all about business and marketing because I truly enjoy it. I truly enjoy um, putting a strategy together and uh, creating the content and connecting with the audience and also kind of the sales part, but in an authentic way. So not in a salesy way, but also I'm someone who enjoy and um 
would be more than happy always to kind of recommend anything around kind of well-being, uh, either is um, in terms of diet or just uh, lifestyle. So something that I have in mind, for example, would be um, in the future when we are out of um, this pandemic, I would love to organize a retreat. Um, I don't know, maybe in Europe somewhere where it would be awfully warm and nice and, um, and, and offer a week where people can come together and each other to, um, because the main topic would be of course all around their business and to grow their business, but at the same time, growing them, themselves as a person. So it would be all around kind of um, self uh, self-care and personal growth um, and about also I truly believe that diet is so so important so mm-hmm. it'll be mm-hmm. a bit of all of these topics so I guess it's something that I'm happy to offer and advice yeah. um, as well. Yeah I mean I love how you um, really talk to people about how to see themselves as an individual as well as a business owner um, and make sure that they take time out for self-care and everything I know that's very much a hot topic for you and self-care being you know mental well-being and meditation and and looking after yourself but then keeping healthy and eating well and being a foodie as well you know it's just so lovely I just think this is how we need to relate to people going forward we shouldn't just see them as one identity so so that's great okay um so what are well you kind of went into one of the future goals for your business um do you have any other um exciting kind of five-year plan things or things which light you up about the future what you would like to do or where you'd like to go with it yeah um i mean i guess in terms of um my goal right now is yeah as i said earlier but maybe if i want to go into a bit more detail is really because I truly believe I think something also I published a few times on Instagram that our role all individual to um if we want to have a better future for ourselves or you know the next generation is on us and no anyone else. Um but I also truly believe that when running a business um it gives you way much more power to achieve that and to have a bigger impact. So currently really my main objective is to identify these individuals who are there stuck, but they have this willingness, you know, to do something and potentially mm-hmm. by uh, running a business. So I would love, love, love to help them with that. Mm-hmm. And in terms of kind of, I don't know, five years, as you just asked, hopefully uh, you need to shine will be uh, bigger than he is today, uh, even more international and potentially I'll be able to offer this program in different languages, um, starting with French and potentially Spanish as well. Um, but what I would love really is um, potentially to influence uh, the current businesses uh, to help them to, to run more conscious business. Um, mm because we also have to look this aspect. That's also in my content online, I'm also trying to use some topic that hopefully some current business owner that um, I'm sure with some changes, I could also have um, yeah, a, bigger, a bigger impact. Um, yeah, I, I think that's really exciting because like your focus to my understanding right now is entrepreneurs. 
Um, yes. Yeah, but it's nice to take what you've learned from that space and try and embed it into companies to give them more of an entrepreneurial mindset. I think that's a really exciting thing um, because I think we're in danger of ending up with two um, kind of categories like the office job, the traditional system, and then the entrepreneurial system. And just love the idea of, again, it's our whole thing of collaboration over uh, competition, isn't it? It's it's just trying to take the positive things from this space and put it into that space. So I think that's lovely. Yeah. Um, sorry, so if I can just sorry oh. if you don't mind if I can just add something. So mm -hmm. before I started. Um, you need to shine. I've done a coaching program, which was all about conscious leadership. And my idea before you need to shine was really, um, I was planning to work with someone and essentially need to run conferences in different countries to help current business owners to be more conscious in terms of their business. So I guess in the long term, potentially I will come back to that. Um, mm. And I would love, love, love to also invite these people and hopefully in a way inspire them um, to be more conscious. Absolutely. I think that's a wonderful thing. Um, so, I mean, we've touched on this already, but what about your business is eco and um, how, how do you like speak into that space really? Um, I guess it's more in terms of who um, the people I'm talking to and who I want to help and support mm -hmm. uh, because I think my impact would be as big as big my student or client uh, impact would be. So the bigger the impact, the bigger will be my impact from kind of, um, I guess, echo friendly way or sustainable way or whatever impact it is, um, you know, planet, society, communities. Um, so, yeah, I guess, I guess it's that. I think, um, you know, from my outside perspective, you're shining light on ecopreneurs. So to me, you're helping with building that up in a really wonderful and really tangible way. Um, you could choose to talk to people from a completely different sector. Um, so you are shining light on them with that. So I think that in itself is very eco. So that's great. So my next question is, how has the pandemic changed how you have worked? Um, and what are your biggest pros which have come out of it? And what are your biggest challenges? It gave me the opportunity to, um, because we were all stuck, uh, indoor and spending a lot of time on our uh, laptop and social media. So um, because of that, I took the opportunity to, um, yeah, to spend more time online. And also that's why I uh, run so many IG Live. I don't know how many it was, maybe between 50 to 70 IG Live. And, um, wow, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know um, but it gave me the opportunity to connect with a lot of people. And uh, I think this was just um, just amazing for me and, um, and also for, as I was saying earlier, potentially um, after creating collaboration with these people for the membership and yeah, in terms of challenges, uh, I guess I would say it's more, maybe more personal challenges because of the, the third lockdown, you, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, 
yeah, it sounds to be a bit hard to not be able to travel or see, you know, your family. Physically see people, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I it's think kind it's of been a bit of a contradiction because I feel like, um, as you say, the online community and the eco community has really grown. And I've met people and I've got into this space where, you know, I'm doing podcasts and blogcasts, if that's the correct term. Um, and I love it. I love that I'm talking to people from all over the world virtually. But then, um, you know, you realize how nothing does beat giving a friend a hug <laughs> and uh, how much we miss that. Um, so, yeah, it'll be nice to get back to that. But I just, um, yeah, it's interesting. Okay. Um, okay. Do you have any books or podcasts or films which you would recommend? Yeah. Um, so in terms of books, I would say, um, because I'm quite a lot into personal growth and personal development. So um, I really like and I would strongly recommend as a book um, atomic habit, um, limitness, and um, um, what is the name again? Breaking the habit of being yourself um, from okay. Joe Dispenza. Really good books. Um, movies, I would say um, this is must watch, which I watched recently of uh, Easter. Seaspiracy, uh, um, which is, um, I learned a lot. Um, yeah. This was really, really. That's got a lot of press. It has. I haven't watched it yet, but um, there's um, there's some scathing reports on it, and there's some um, really positive reports on it. So it's quite interesting because it's it keeps going in and out of the top ten on um, Netflix, doesn't it? As well, so it's interesting. I'll get you to send me a list of all the books so I can put um, the hyperlinks for the guys on here. Um, so um, they can link to anything. Okay, so my next question is, what has been your favorite thing about developing your brand so far? First of all, just being my own boss is sometimes mm -hmm. it's really challenging because you're just yourself. And at the beginning I was really struggling not having someone to talk to and just bounce back ideas. Um, but I think it's also what I enjoy the most because I don't want, I don't have anyone you know, to tell me um, how to do what I want and you know I can do you know if I have an idea I can just go for it and also just really connecting with people and uh, and pursuing you know you know the idea and the mission I want to pursue so I think is yeah the main uh, the main good thing about about that yeah, I mean, it's really interesting to go from the dynamic of having a boss, having managers, having a whole team structure in a work environment to suddenly being like, hey, I'm on my own. And I guess I guess the thing is, um, it's all about developing a sense of community with others doing that same thing. And then those are the people who you bounce off of. Is that what your experience has been? Um, yeah, as, mean as opposed to colleagues in the traditional sense, yeah. Yeah, I think also uh, for me doing the IG Live really helped um, because um, it was in a way you're not talking to your colleagues. So I don't know, it wasn't just, it wasn't just me. Um, mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I think uh, it was really good. I, it lifted my spirit a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just having this connection with different people was just amazing. 
It's so wonderful. And I think, um, you know, you've learned and you've met with so many different businesses. It literally blows my mind. There's, like, as you say, you've got a catalogue of like 70, which is amazing. But what's so wonderful about that is like anytime you need advice on any of those given subjects, you then have potentially 70 people to go to. So that's just such a wonderful thing and probably better than you would be in a traditional like office job. So that's great. Um, do you have any eco or well-being tips from your own life, like things which you do personally? I guess for me, the first one would be, um, we talked about this before, but I guess it would sound with diet. Um, mm. I think we can all do so much better with that from um, what we eat, where we bite from. So, yeah, I think I, I want, I respect everyone's diet. I think, yeah, it will be my first one. The second one would be adopting, uh, I haven't mentioned it earlier in the previous question, but about the documentary minimalist. So adopting more a minimalist lifestyle. Um, <laughs> we have too much stuff. <laughs> we do, we do. We do, it's just terrible. And um, so I think also this really, really helps you just to clear your mind, be more focused about, um, you know, what is really important stuff instead of, you know, walking out just to buy more stuff in your house. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's that. And the third one would be um, just to connect more with nature. Is uh, you know, it's um, indoor, just having like indoor plants and um, appreciate that or just, you know, going outside and um, exercise. Mm -hmm. Uh, without you know, being crazy I I just do my yoga every single morning and go for walk but just having you know a connection with nature uh, if you can on a daily basis I think is help you to see also what is important and what is not yeah absolutely I got into um the whole um trying to declutter and everything before children and it's kind of fallen by the wayside since I um, read um, the life-changing magic of tidying up have you read that no and um, so have you heard of it with Marie Kondo oh oh yeah no sorry yeah Marie no I saw a documentary yeah. on Netflix but I haven't read the book yeah no. I recommend the book the book's wonderful as well but the, the premise of it is you go through everything in your life category by category. So you start with clothes because clothes are the easiest. Um, and then you literally pick up each item and you have to ask yourself, does it spark joy? And if it doesn't spark joy, then you get rid of it. Um, but it, it kind of blew my mind at the time. I think I got rid of about four liners of clothes to the charity shop, I couldn't believe it. Um, because you just hold on to so much stuff. Um, but what I liked about it is rather than having the premise of, oh, it doesn't fit me anymore or, you know, this or that, then the thought that does it actually make you happy? I thought that's a really nice way. Have you used a specific, like, book or... Uh, oh, you, you said the book that... Um, was it a book or a documentary about decluttering? Um, um, I watch... Um... Marie Kondo on Netflix. Um, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? After I'm the type of person, I I don't buy easily. Mm. So I do struggle to uh, get rid of stuff because mm. I'm always wondering, can I use it for something else? Mm. Because I wouldn't want after to let it go. And after, you know, in the future. After replace it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? 
It's yeah. done. So Same. if I have the space in my house, I will keep it. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless I don't have the space, I need to create space. But I'm also this type of person, you know, like, you know, if you have to bin it, I mean, giving to charity, yeah, why not? But if I ask Tonya again to buy it again, you know. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and the one thing which I wasn't too sure of uh, on, on the Netflix show was that she didn't seem to um, care too much about how they disposed of the things they got rid of. Um, and that was yeah. my one complaint about it, um, because yeah. I just very strongly believe that it's important to give to charity and and to really care about what the end of life is for all your products. And but you know, as you know, one of my big things is conscious consumerism, and that's all very much part of it. It's actually questioning: Do I need to buy it in the first place? And just trying to slow down that process. And if you have something which you're like. Like, for example, yesterday I started looking at smartwatches and I was like, oh, I might get, you know, a different smartwatch. And then I said to my husband, do you know what? I'm going to give it a 30 day test, which I don't know if you've heard about this, but um, you just like you keep in mind, oh, I wanted that a month ago. And if you still want it in a month's time, then you can make a plan to buy it. But you don't have to have that instantaneous like I want it, I buy it, I want it, I buy it. And that's what we've got to get away from. But. I mean, it's really, really difficult in a world of Amazon Prime, isn't it? To not go with those temptations. But it's just, it's trying to slow down in your own way. Um, So that's great. I mean, something that, um, sorry, I don't want to add if you don't mind, but, you know, when um, they lift up this, I I, I don't even know which level we are now in this uh, lockdown. But anyway, um, when we had the opportunity again to do some shopping, it, and it's so shocking when I see people queuing in front of, you know, closed store. I'm like, so they didn't have anything to wear <laughs> during the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I mean, they, they had the possibility to buy online. So I, I don't get the point, you know, how they can be like that, just, you know, queuing. I think that's just part of human behavior is almost to be sheep. Um, and, and you really have to watch for that. I think, you know, unfortunately, that's kind of a concept which my perception is it's kind of come from the States with like the whole Black Friday thing. Um, you know, the kind of films you see of absolute madness and people running in in desperation, they must consume, they must consume. I'm just like, oh God, you know. Should you <laughs> really? <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's a troubling side of society. Let's call it that. <laughs> it is, yeah. Well, thank you very much for all your time today, and it's been absolutely lovely to get to know you a bit more. And I look forward to collaborating with you again in the future. Um, but for the time being, where will people find you online? Tell us all your links. Tell us everything and obviously you'll send me a listed one so I'll, I'll provide that under this as well yeah sure um so you can find me on instagram and facebook and also my website is also the same name so it's you need to shine um i also do have a podcast uh called you need to shine so you can uh, find some content about starting and growing a business so I finished the first series on the podcast and I'm going to start the second one with um, amazing guests. Um, so yeah, you can find me on all of this platform and um, 
yeah, also YouTube, you need to shine. Um, so yeah, if you find me, feel free to get in touch and um, either we can collaborate together. Uh, I can invite you on one of my IG level podcasts or um, yeah, I would just be happy to know you and potentially help you if I can. Absolutely. That's lovely. Well, thank you again for, for being here today and it's been lovely to have you and I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Thank you. Okay. Thanks Thanks for having me. That's okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye.